Hello fellow foreigners, it's Emily and it's Peter and we're not discovering China, we're living it. And you know where else we're living? In freaking subscriber land. How'd that happen? Well, magic. <laughs> magic, <laughs> the magic of knowing people. Yeah. I guess that's what they say on YouTube is, is your collaborations, your get out there and know people. That's really difficult for people like us. It's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. We know no one. We know nobody. <laughs> but now we know Guela. Yeah, well, we we did just a quick uh, background. Well enough to know that's not his real name. Yeah. Oh, surprise, <laughs> who knew? I guess it's out there. We, but the uh, I've been keeping a track of, I don't know, China vloggers since 2010, since we, before we moved here. And there was, yes, there was the big one that we all know, but there's other people that were out there at that time. I remember there was one guy up north that was like into like operatic metal. And like, a bike. And a bike behind him. Like, and yeah. that's, that was my guy to watch back then. And, and he lost his passport like 17 times. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's the, what the, I remember from his story. <laughs> that's his whole story. If anyone knows who that was. Or did you find his passport? Or his passport. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind knowing what happened to that guy. But um, keeping all those those subscriptions in our subscription box, it dawned on me last September, I think, that like since I see them all coming through and I know who everyone is, why not start a Reddit page? And then I thought like, well, why not start a Facebook page? Yeah. And just throw them up there, kind of as a list for me. But you know, if anyone else to is interested, aggregate your China content. Right. <laughs> and maybe spread around if anyone else. Both of them are like just just under a hundred subscribers each. So. Mm. If that get and the, what did you say? The links are in the description. I would totally say that. <laughs> Thanks for saying that, so I don't have to, because uh, also like it would be, it's all the China vloggers from big to small. The the my one rule, two rules was that you live in China, and then it's a vlog. It's not some kind of like yeah. you know group effort yeah. of you know an organization or something like that. But uh, so yeah, those those guys are getting up there to about a hundred. So join that if you want to see all the people that I can find. And if you're not in and that if list, you, get if you found one, yeah, yeah, bring that on because that's what Reddit's about. Yeah, it's that information a superhighway. But then um, in the first month of the virus, I had I I just collected thumbnails from everyone that I was collecting in that list. Mm. And then I thought like, well, I mean, we all had extra time. So I just kind of put some music to it and kind of as an, just a little project to do, but also mm -hmm. like that's a, it's a half an hour long. So it's not like it's a huge, like it got tons of views or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was a neat little history piece to see like what, I don't know, 100, 200, 300, whatever vloggers that I could put together for a half an hour piece. And then afterwards it dawned on me that like, why don't I like grab some of all these people in parts of their videos and try to put them in together as like a little pastiche of all their pro like because it's all different kinds of people like i don't you've got your big main people that we all know and then but there's tons of china vloggers out there yeah and i think that there's a lot of people that don't get represented there's not a lot of women that you see that in there there's a lot of people from different countries i most of it being china vlogger it's going to be english speaking because mm. a lot of people are here to speak english regardless of what country you're from and English is spoken all around the world. So within that little group, then it was a nice little thing to, a, 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 a little art project. A little art project and to like try to fit together everyone's different, uh, their audio and the visual, visual is different. So to try to make them all 
congeal into one piece was a fun little project. Also, to being the shy little wallflowers that we are, <laughs> to uh, put it out there and introduce ourselves to the China vlogger world and fans. And just by proxy, Guelo makes videos every freaking day. <laughs> and on top of that, it, his his audio and his visual are good so it's easy to grab snippets of and I just had so many extra ones laying around because he also has like umpteen catchphrases like the guy has like <laughs> mad magazines like quotes falling out his mouth <laughs> yeah he's got like Al Jaffe's joke book or something that he's memorized <laughs> but uh, those were just all kind of laying around so I was like well I'll make a whole piece of, of him and I did the same thing with Jayo and mm. I'm planning to do more with other people in the future um, and so he saw that through the help of Alex Absolute was, you know, found us and mm -hmm. asked to use it. And we're like, yeah, it seems like a, I mean, he's not like some kind of neo-Nazi racist, like yeah. <laughs> awful person. So why he not? Passes the baseline criteria. Yeah. <laughs> seems like he's not going to hurt anybody he's with this material. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, cool. Like, yeah. And that just, uh, So two, welcome, two welcome new subscribers. Yeah. 200 new subscribers or so in like in two, two days, days like, yeah. what I don't even know what to do with that we've been just writing replies all over the place but yeah so thanks for coming in and thanks for the people that have been sticking around since the beginning we've got like our hardcore members that yeah. are our Freddie Burgers and um, uh, who, who, Roof, rooftops, has rooftops been with us a long time. and anybody else you can think of immediately off your top. Oh of your my head. god, this is so much pressure. Oh, so much pressure. I, I just I forgot you. I'm well, sorry. <laughs> we can't do it all at the same time, but you're all remembered. Yeah. <laughs> Even if in, not by name. In our hearts. In our hearts. Now let's get down to the business of alienating you all. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we just thought quickly we would give you a little. Who are we? What what did we do? What did we get here? What are we doing? Well, I'm Emily, and I, I, I'm from New York, and we, I married Peter, and we moved to China. Griveting. Eight, <laughs> eight years ago, and that's my story. <laughs> Soft and simple. Yeah, so we moved here because we were, we were working in the media. We were mm -hmm. in the newspaper business in New York City. Which is a sinking ship. I yep. mean, it's still sinking. It's still sinking. It hasn't sunk yet, but it, it wasn't like... It wasn't doing good for the last 25, 30 years anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we were like, I mean, we love New York City, but it's expensive and we're in a sinking ship. So we yeah. got time to bail yeah. and we joked that like, hey, let's move to China and teach. Emily said like, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give it a shot. So we, we sold everything, moved here in 2011. We've been watching vlogging, film, art is our passion. Mm -hmm. You were on, on the art beat on the newspaper. I was the graphic designer. So it's always been in our mind. And we started a blog, which... HelloUncleForeigner.com if you want to go see our archives. A lot of the stories, like if you're wondering like why we, like other vloggers, we don't like travel around a lot. Because <laughs> we spent our first five years yeah, going we everywhere. we a lot and now we're bored. Yeah. I mean, we're not bored. I'll, it's not bored. There's so many places that we want to see. Yeah. But like, I mean, how many... Well, we wanted to get busy. We wanted to start telling the story. We didn't want to land here and just all of a sudden be like, well, we've been here for six months, so here's the whole story yeah. and we've got China down. We were... No, we took a long time to gather our materials and now we have the materials, so we're... Yeah. We're sitting... Feeling comfortable with it. And the blogs themselves, so there's lots of great stories. Emily is a professional writer, a New York City professional media writer. 
So there's they're great stories of our adventures around. So yeah. go read that stuff. They're really good. Also our podcast, which is this, but if you want it in your in your ears, this you... minus this. Yeah, this minus this. <laughs> so we have that to take care of. Is there any information that'll be down in, yeah, in the description? Yeah, you, you can find us on iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, or or you know just the RSS link. We'll put cool. that info below. And that and the Reddit and the Facebook. We also have Bandcamp. But our main focus here is our main focus is everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> our main focus of what we we do is we're we're interested in art. We're interested in film, we're interested in storytelling, and that kind of gives us a little bit of a weird skew. But the cool thing I think about the China Vlogger world is that there's there's been enough people that have done it through the years, like there's so many now that like it's not really, I don't have to worry about like competition. Like we should all be branching off and doing our own things, which is exciting because yeah. you don't have to do the same we all contribute our own point of view. Right. Uh, I mean, living in China is is maybe a, a bit of a hook. Mm-hmm. And you do it and you want to tell your exciting adventures of what you've discovered. And some of those are the same from person to person. We've all got our same stories. We all go to the grocery store. We all want to tell you what, what it was like to go to the doctor's office or stuff like that. But people have different stories and different ways to tell them. And it's kind of exciting that there's so many different ways right now out there and different voices. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we 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 realized that we might not be one for everybody, <laughs> but well, we have a story. Well, about a jazz bar. Oh, speaking of art. So if if you have been with us for a while, if you haven't been with us, go go look at all our old videos. They're timeless and perfect, and you'll love them. Evergreen, as they say. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> um, but if you have been with us for a while, I've been singing. You know that I've been singing. You know, you know that I've been. Singing. <laughs> I heard you. With a jazz band. We Your students done... have heard you too. Emily's a teacher, just in case you do. Yeah. We haven't started performing yet, but the part of their... Because they want to do this for, for life. They want to make a living from this. So they also, I think, pooled all their money and opened up a bar in Luzhou. The first real live music venue. Like, we have crappy little, like... They're like KTVs, but they're like yeah. expanded to like having some live musicians in it. You've seen them around. If yeah, you're here. yeah. They're, but they're like not. They're some... not. This, they want like a, an actual premiere music destination. And so last night we went. They just opened last week. They had kind of a soft launch, I think. And then last night was their first concert. They invited a band from Chongqing, Lucky Blue, which is about two hours car ride south of us. We're just a tiny little town between Chongqing and Chengdu. And so we don't really have like the big city kind of light. So this yeah. is a really exciting, and we've been waiting for nine almost years yeah, for yeah. something to come into town. Well, and the first thing when we landed, we were like, well, we noticed there's no like music venue bar space here. Should we open one? No, we, we should not, yeah. <laughs> but someone not our should. Job. And these friends did. Um, yeah. And it, do we have a clip? We do have a clip. We'll put it right. <gasps> Everybody loves the dream.
that was Lucky Blue at the Jazz Bar. I don't actually know what it's called. In English, it's just called Jazz. jazz. It just There's a sign down a hallway that says Jazz. Um, and it's in an office building. I think we talked about that part last yep. time. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really nice to see, like, it was really well attended. Um, yeah, we, who knew there was a jazz, yeah. well, a hungry jazz scene and of, of pe- young, people cool people. People were really into it, and it, like, Lujo used to not be cool. But it's getting cool, and it's all because of us. There's, <laughs> there's so many. It's such a, an old town with like it's just old people and babies, mm-hmm. and but I think there's a crowd of people. A lot of the kids that we taught when we first arrived here, and yeah. that were in high school, have now gone off to college, moved back, and now. Yeah, I think you used to not come back after college, and now people are starting to move back after college. Because we're it's a very I mean it's Sichuan so things are laid back mm-hmm. but it's also a small Sichuan town so it's got like this this kind of like real not not quite Yunnan Dali kind of like hippiedom to it yeah, but like yeah. sort of I guess maybe it's Chengdu I mean there's all kinds of music schools in both Chengdu and Chongqing wonderful yeah, yeah. fantastic cities and those people are like I think filtering it's trickling back into Luzhou because it's it's the new opportunity. Yeah, then there's film stuff going on, and we're uh, also other stuff about us. We've got film Again, projects. Again, thanks to us. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing it all. No, we've just been sitting we've here waiting. We've made this down. <laughs> it's been incubating the entire time. Yeah, no, we we really have been waiting, just waiting. Yeah, not doing. <laughs> so I mean, it's so exciting to finally get to a point. I mean, it, it's terrible in a year where life has been so bad for so many people that like. Yeah. All of a sudden, our town has blown up into like this cool little art scene, and like we're when our on our way last night to the 18th floor Swank Jazz Club to see some Chongqing groove. There's a saxophonist from Europe, and the drummer yeah. uh, is from we the Ber- from Berkeley, Berkeley in yeah. Boston, and like what 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 town is this? <laughs> How exciting for it! Yeah, but um, we're totally pumped about that. Yeah, so that was really exciting. Um, what else you, we got on the dock? You know what else is exciting? Yeah. A game. <gasps> what? What? What, is, what happens in this game? This is a game I made up where <laughs> we make fun of things I learned in Chinese. Um, you want to hear the first yeah, one? Yeah, let's have the first one. Okay. 老北京人喜欢早上吃油条 Which was in honor of this morning for breakfast, we did not order yotiao which are, if you don't know, deep fried. They're like crawlers, kind of, deep fried dough sticks. Um, But this sentence means, old Beijingers like to eat deep fried dough sticks in the morning. Um, And I I like that. Old timers. Yeah, old Beijingers. (laughs) As if it's specific to them. Everybody in the world loves these. They're delicious. Yeah, they're they're fluffy. They can be sweet. They can be salty. You can dip them in soup. You Dip can, them in your soy milk. They're really good. So these guys, they it's like uh, a hot donut. Do you think that they're a hot straight donut? Do you think that they're like trying to take that, like as they're owning that, like us old Beijingers, that that's what these kids coming in today with their jazz clubs. They they're not yeah. taking our pastries <laughs> yeah. from us. These these boomers and zoomers. <laughs> this is like saying real Americans, real Americans, <laughs> old donuts, old Beijingers. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I, I'm guessing that's the only explanation for something like that, right? Yeah, I, I'm not sure why you would specify them where it's a universally beloved. What else? What are what other choices that you know you would have for what, breakfast? Yeah, what would you if you were an old Beijinger? What would you eat? Well, just they, to fly they, in the face do, of these these wild crawler eaters. They do a, a street pancake. Oh yeah. Um, that's pretty good. 
a little little scallion. Yeah. Which again, and I guess, you know, part of this is we've moved to a China that has rapidly, I don't know, what's the word for globalized within its own country? Like there used to be much more regional difference that didn't travel, but I think younger people are like interested in finding the hot new trends from other places. Yeah. Um, So there's there's more of a wide variety across the country. Mm Mm-hmm. so an egg. You'd eat an egg. I'd eat an egg. <laughs> I'd eat an egg in the morning. <laughs> like a crawler, an egg is going to transfer over to, to any culture pretty much. Yeah. Eat baby chickens in the morning. Eat adult chickens in the evening is the yeah. rule for every yeah. country across the world. That's for all of you aliens out there. Yeah. And the red sky at night, farmer's delight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oh, this is where I got stuck. So mm. I did just have a... a, a I'm trying to start actual formal Chinese lessons rather than teaching myself. So one of my colleagues is helping me. And she, this is where it's helpful to have a colleague or a real person rather than a a 10 year old podcast or a textbook. Cause like I said some, oh, I said Fan Dian means restaurant. And she's like, uh, 15 years ago, maybe. (laughs) Now it means like fancy pants hotel. And it like, you don't, that stuff's still in the textbook. So maybe like, the, this sentence was written when it was like classically old people in Beijing ate these and nobody else. Right. But now, you know, you can't keep that secret. It's delicious. It's like when I, it's, it's hip to be square. Yeah. You know, 23 skidoo. Let's get on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Which means please don't bring your camera. Ooh. Which is, that one goes out to all of us vloggers out there. I think that's the old Beijingers lamenting. Kids these days, they can't even go to a jazz concert without <laughs> bringing their friend. <laughs> Everyone's Instagramming out there. Yeah. So I, I think that that's a complaint for us all. <laughs> as someone, as you said, I did used to cover music in New York. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd go out to concerts. I don't care if people... I mean, if, if everyone has their phone up and you can't see, that kind of sucks. That's difficult. But that's... Uh, I don't know. I never had... Even when people were bringing their phones, I don't care if you're Instagramming your whole life and you're missing it. Do you have Instagram now? The one thing, though, and being that Emily's going to be performing at this jazz club because you're the singer in the house band. Yeah, so I can't I can't bring my camera for that. Yeah, but as the performer, as a regular performer, mm. it is a little difficult to look out into a crowd. And, yeah. like, you're just... You're really... Oh... And it just kind of hurts to be like, no one's no dancing, one. no one's grooving. This is a thing, though, of New York, because I talked to several bands about this. Mm-hmm. Um, in New York, people don't dance anyway, so I think I didn't miss that part. But that's like, bands would complain that New Yorkers, in New York City, the people don't dance. Um, and other Which places did. We've had lots of our, our friends here, local Lujo anyways, that are mm-hmm. like, if we don't dance yeah yeah so that actually kind of works out but then there was uh the guy with the skull cap last night that was just like oh, that's true freaking... and it was this was not there was not a dance floor yeah <laughs> it was just this was seated cozy down and on a little he was rocking out going at it yeah um, but and, well, he, and he didn't bring his camera to be didn't fair his, yeah to be fair so maybe again life is changing yeah. A lot of the places, a lot of times we've gone um, to like Chengdu to like little bar and stuff. Like mm. there's like the, that ring rosy, everyone joined hands and like it's not a mosh pit, but like it's like a daisy circle of oh, 
dance yeah. kind of stuff yeah. and like some of those slightly bigger I mean, I've never been to a big like festival thing here I yeah. guess but um but yeah in the small places it's fairly well we did see uh again Chongqing the nuts club mm-hmm. they every once in a while they have a punk fest once a year that's just awesome. oh yeah that was a lot of dancing yeah that you was get, good things can get moshed but it's also always a nice like we healthy mosh, <laughs> and and you did mosh, and yeah. like and we got knocked around a bit, and um, we were there particularly. There was a bunch of bands, but we were there to see the subs, mm-hmm. and uh, and the singer for that. She jumped out into the crowd and knocked elbows with the best, and oh yeah, that was exciting awesome. stuff. There's some exciting stuff happening out there. Yeah, and but I, I don't this policing. Like, are you paying attention to real life or not, or did you bring a camera? Like. <laughs> What a boring complaint. I mean, if somebody, like, you, you go to some place like Chengdu to the, uh, the, the, the fake new uh, village. What is it called? The fake just, new, uh, this. <laughs> I just was coming up with Potemkin Village, which is not, maybe it's appropriate. I don't even know what that is. not quite. Is that in America? Potemkin? No, the, I think that was in, no. I don't know, but you, the, it's one a of those fake old, of like a fake one of those fake old villages distract. where people are standing in front of signs, just taking pictures with a sign. Of oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was here, like, let them do it. It's fine. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, and I'm if you're doing it at a concert, I'm not going to police the authenticity of someone else's experience. Yeah. I guess also though, I don't go into public spaces looking for conversations. Um, so I'm kind of <laughs> glad that people are on their phones. Yeah, it does actually take the pressure off from yeah. anyone just wandering up and talking. To I you used or to, back in my singles days, singles days, uh, <laughs> I would go to a bar and bring a book because um, I didn't want to talk to people. And it's like, if you look at someone reading and you see that as an invitation to talk, you have misread everything, <laughs> everything in your life. As a bookworm. Yeah. Take it from you. Yeah. I just like the air conditioning was better in the bar than my apartment. Yeah. What else we have? We have Number which she eats apples and watermelons. She does. She does. Who doesn't though? Which is it, it, this makes me think of it was cut as a, a cut lyric from from <laughs> she don't she don't use jelly. <laughs> or anything psychedelic for that matter. Yeah. Um, could have been she a prince. She don't song eat even. apples or watermelon. <laughs> but she does, and so do other people. So why why would we single out this one person? Well, it's just, it's such a language lesson concept of de- declarative sentences about what fruits people eat. Like, I don't believe uh. that anyone in the real world has ever, like, talked about someone's fruit preferences like that. <laughs> like, oh yeah, well she eats apples and watermelon. Like, cause they're not, she wouldn't eat them at the same time unless she's a maniac. Or could be making some kind of fruit boba tea medley. Maybe, I don't know. Together, apples and watermelon? I mean, I've seen some pretty, pretty weird, like major companies that have like stuck like cantaloupe ice cream or something. Like I just had that recently. What, what's that about? Yeah, that's weird. It's weird to make cream out of fruits that are not creamy. Right, you want to stick. What that I take I, that back. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, you want to like berries are yeah, going to be good with yeah, cream because yeah. you got the tart and you got the cream or like sweetness a that. Banana ice cream. Yeah. Uh, Strawberry but, ice cream. But yeah, there's where melons don't really seem to go with cream. Although 
now they're so watery that like if it was made are you from just gonna get like a waxy fruit? like yeah. cream foam on top of stuff yeah like grape ice cream that's weird that's weird to yeah me. but yeah so, so she she likes apples and watermelon so maybe we're thinking that she's a unique person maybe that this is like a proclamation like a like a prince tune or something like you know <laughs> like a, a starfish and coffee yeah you know? I guess a, a, maple syrup and ham that's that's where we get very simple and declarative about languages in song so I, mm -hmm. I think this is a lost song lyric from something um, lost to be found lost to be found Write that down. There's no telling where the money went. <laughs> <laughs> um, ready for the next one? Yeah. yeah. Which is, I like that red lamp on the table over there. Again, very specific to this, the one red lamp. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, right now, we have a lot of lamps in this room. So you would need to say, no, the one on the table. No, the white one. No, it's right. the one over there. But this is a studio recording a live production. I like the idea that there's many, many, many red lamps in this one room. Yeah, that, yeah. that one red lamp. Because picture a room with red lamps in it. That's a bold statement. Yeah, it sounds very uh, aristocratic. Or 70s style. Or 70s. Yeah, uh, but also red, symbol of power, very Chinese color. It is a Chinese if you're, color. It's a room of like purple lamps and like, I like that red lamp. Well, we got Prince's house now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prince and he brought his, his Chinese friend over. Yeah. With their own red lamp. Yeah, I like this red it's lamp. It's custom to bring a red lamp <laughs> when you go visit Prince and your Chinese. <laughs> it's a little no fact. And maybe it, maybe it's an old timey lamp with the, the, the flame and you can... Old timer lamp. Old lamp. <laughs> And like you can light a, it off. A and, gas lamp? No, for lighting for the lantern festival. Oh, well then. A, a lamp-turn festival. A lamp-turn? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the fact I don't remains know these that that's very. Don't put this stuff on me. That's very specific directions. A red lamp, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean. Um, to choose one lamp, I, I suppose. I mean. We have complained that our apartments over here never have enough good light in them. So, mm -hmm. it, like, we should be buying more lamps. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's not like a lot of a lot of places you go into are everyone's especially in Sichuan during the uh, uh, summer the air conditioners pumping everything out so everyone turns all the lights down to keep cool yeah and to save some energy so everyone every, you, you go everywhere and it's dark unless it's like a, the mall or something yeah yeah and then so we need more red lamps we need more red lamps you can send them care of I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we set up a Patreon Care for of PBS? Don't, don't send us a cup of coffee hobo dollars. Send us red lamps. Red lamps specifically. Only That's red. our new decorating scheme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we got? Okay. Um, this is our last one. Oh no. Okay. It's been ha. so great having spending time with you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it's a great pronunciation. I, I'm oh, really I, told, I, I so love. Butchered <laughs> we stayed up for a night at a jazz club last night. You got jazz lips. I got jazz lips. Oh no! Oh no! I've distressed whoever that is. It doesn't matter. Who, what? What? So okay. Is the actual? This means okay. It just so happens I also need to buy some underwear and pantyhose. It just so happens. Yeah. So this is this is the end of a or the middle of a conversation. There, there's more of this has been going on for a while. Yeah, and well, and this uh, this 
does also apply to you are buying underwear and pantyhose. I also need to buy that. Or I'm just blabbering about all the things I need to buy. And it just so happens I also need underwear and pantyhose. And that's my grocery <laughs> list. I like that it would be... It, to be out shopping with somebody, you're out with a friend and you're wondering like, hey, what are you shopping for? Oh, it just so happens. Yeah. I like maybe, again, we're in Sichuan, so there's a lot of, every food is filled with spice. <laughs> so, so you're blowing out your pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, something has happened at dinner. Uh-huh. And to be polite, <laughs> the person... Oh, it just so happens. Hmm. <laughs> or, or yourself, or, I mean, if it's somebody else, like, mm. you've done something, and to make you feel better, like, mm. you're like, oh, no. And your friend is like, oh, don't worry. It just so happens I need to go buy some underwear. Oh, that's, that's a very face-saving maneuver there. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's news you can use. Here's, here's... Here's why I picked the sentence, though, mm -hmm. is because I don't know where underwear comes from. Trees. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fruit of the loom. I will not. She likes apples, <laughs> watermelons, and underwear. <laughs> that, like, for a long time in my life, I think I just wore underwear that my mom bought from Costco <laughs> in, like, you know, multi-packs. So, like, that, that, that stuff lasts a long time. Who's buying who knows when to buy underwear? That's a, a complete mystery to me. <laughs> like a, a fairy that, like, when I grow up and my mom is now in a faraway place, the, the yeah. underwear fairy will <laughs> deposit creepy, strange underwear under like, my pillow. There was more Costco underwear just appearing in our closets. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious Taobao shipments coming in from yeah, like, yeah. the doorman downstairs. Oh, Your underwear. I guess someone knew it was time for underwear. <laughs> I mean, I guess like you can even get me undies subscription underwear. Yeah. Hey, if you want to be sponsored <laughs> the podcast, that is the last time we bought underwear. Is we wanted to try out that me undies. Right. It's the best thing that's ever it's happened. It's really soft. Yeah. No one's paying us to say that it. it we, just we so paid for happens. it, and we'll say it just so happens that we could use some more <laughs> me undies. Yeah. And who couldn't? Yeah. This has not been brought to you by me undies. Do we have anything else going on, on our list today? Well, I've one more interesting thing about this sentence oh. that I, I love that I butchered. Liang Ku Wa um, is pantyhose, and it literally means connected pants and socks. Which, if you think about what pantyhose are, that's what they are. Yeah. And I think that's just like pants delightful. And socks. <laughs> pants and socks connected. And you could uh, put them around your head and wear them like rabbit ears, big yeah. long rabbit ears, for Halloween. Yeah. You, this, that's this year. Try that out. Your kids will love it. I do need to dress. You can up stuff candy in the, in the ears and hand it out. Oh, they'd rip me to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd need to buy new pantyhose and possibly new underwear. And possibly what else for dinner? Noodles to you. Thank <laughs> you.